Hey mama, you and I both know losing weight and living a healthy life is about the food, but it's not really about the food. We've been conditioned from a young age to conform into these tightly wound up balls of untruths, processes, and ideals that are not our own and don't serve us. Leaving behind a tornadic path of shame, guilt, regret, and unfortunately, unwanted weight gain. Mama, we are straight up stuck in this mess and we have lost our way to happy and healthy. Over the last six years, I have worked with hundreds of mamas and nothing has become more clear to me. We must unravel what we think we know and push past these false teachings and empower ourselves to make choices that serve us and lead us to the life we want to live. Mama, unraveling can get a little messy at times, but we're mamas and getting dirty is a part of the gig. Here we go. Well, hello there, sweet friends. We are back in action with another masterclass for you when it comes to your health, your weight loss, your nutrition, motherhood, and just managing all of this adulting lady life that we have going on in this group. And today I want to chat with you about the top three weight loss progress killers that don't have anything to do with food. Now, you might be thinking that the top three weight loss progress killers would be overeating, not getting the right supplements, or not meal timing your meals just right. But mama, those aren't the biggies. Let's talk about what actually stops you from hitting your weight loss goals. But before we dive into that, I want to explain why overeating supplements and meal timing aren't as big of a deal as you've been led to believe that they are. So let's start with overeating. If you've been trying to lose weight for more than three months or so, I bet you aren't overeating. You probably believe that in order to lose weight, you need to cut calories. But mama, if you're eating 1200 to 1500 calories and you're not overeating, you're actually most likely under eating and living at those calories for more than three months will stop any weight loss progress. Excessively cutting your calories doesn't help you lose weight. I can't even share with you or say that enough. Excessively cutting your calories does not help you lose weight. It creates more cravings, low energy, hormonal dysfunction, and a compromised immune system. I have so many women that come to me who are growing grossly under eating for an adult body. And they believe in their heart of hearts, because that's what they've been told under eating is the way to get to where they want to go. So what do they do? They cut more and then they cut more and then they cut more. And I, I want to plead with you today, please stop eating toddler amounts of food to lose weight. It's really not working for you, right? Like think about this. I've got women that come to me that are 230, 240, 280 pounds and they're eating 1100 calories. Okay. The definition of insanity, my friends is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. You've done the under eating game before. Let's learn how to eat an appropriate amount of food for your adult body. So let's chat about supplements. Supplements aren't bad, but they aren't the end all be all for weight loss. Supplements should be exactly that supplementing what you're already eating. You shouldn't be dependent on them for weight loss. Supplements tend to be the 1% difference, not the 99. We want them to be the 99 because taking a pill or down in a shake tends to be a whole lot easier, right? Eating real food is always going to trump a supplement. As much as I like my protein shakes, it's not as good for me as real protein. The protein in a shake has already been broken down. So my body doesn't have to work hard to get the nutrients from it. And it doesn't satiate me for as long because it's already been broken down into these tiny little molecules. 
this sounds like a good thing, but it actually means that my body isn't burning all the calories possible while it's breaking down real protein, real food always trumps supplements. And let's be really honest for a minute. Okay. Do you really think that you're going to shake two meals and eat one meal for the rest of your life? What are you going to do on vacation? What are you going to do when you want, when your body is telling you, I want food, two shakes, one meal is not going to last very long. So we all know that's only going to last for a hot minute. Okay. With that being said, our food isn't as nutrient rich as it used to be. So sometimes we do have to supplement. Sometimes it's more convenient to have a protein shake than to eat a whole chicken breast. Can you imagine everyone walking out of the gym with a chicken breast in their hand? That would be so gross. And ew, what do we do and leave it in our gym bag? Like that would just be weird and gross. Right. But like I said, supplements won't make or break your weight loss. They are a 1% better, not the 99 And finally, let's talk about meal timing. I get asked this all the time. One of my favorite things that people come to me and they say to me all the time is, well, I I can't eat any carbs after dark. (laughs) Why (laughs) does the the carb monster, the carb villain come out and and get you? Like what happens if you eat carbs after dark, right? So meal timing, I get asked a lot about meal timing. Should I do intermittent fasting to boost my results? Should I stop eating by 9 p.m. so I can lose weight? When's the best time to eat my meals? In truth, for the average mama who's looking to lose weight and feel good in her skin, meal timing isn't that important. Now, if we're talking about meal timing for performance, if we're talking about meal timing for a competition, if we're talking about meal timing for a marathon, oh yeah, girl, let's talk about this. That's going to be important. You can do intermittent fasting as long as you still hit your macro goals for the day. If that feels good to you, you can stop eating by 9 p.m. if you feel gross and bloated when you eat later than that. But if you love the late night snack or the, or the treat or the thing that you have at night before, after the kids go to bed, that's totally fine too. It's not killing your progress the way that you think it's killing your progress. The real progress killers don't have anything to do with food. The real progress killers are mental. And guess what? Nobody wants to believe or hear is that it's mental. So number one, your biggest progress killer is having an all or nothing attitude. One of the biggest mistakes most women make when it comes to healthy living is thinking that they have to do it perfectly to see success. This all or nothing attitude keeps so many women stuck on this weight loss roller coaster. And it's miserable. I've been there. I've been on it. It's the trippiest, grossest, most nauseating trip roller coaster to ever be on. You start a new diet and you're super excited about it and you've chucked all your junk food into the trash and you have your meal plan and you've got, you've gone grocery shopping and you're going to crush it and everything goes well for a couple of days, but then you're at work and someone brings in donuts or they buy you an extra latte that has carbs in it, or they order pizza for lunch and you eat two, maybe three. Maybe you have the pizza and you fall into a shame spiral. Why did I do that? I knew I couldn't do this. I'm such a failure. I'm never going to lose weight. I might as well go eat more donuts, have another piece of pizza. I've already ruined everything. So what's the point in eating the lunch that I brought now? This is where I want you to stop mama. You just, you haven't ruined everything by having something that was out of alignment with your nutrition. Just like eating one salad, isn't going to make you drop 30 pounds eating one off meal or two donuts isn't going to ruin everything either. You got to keep perspective. This is where this all or nothing attitude takes you away from your goals. Like I've said before, weight loss doesn't require perfection. It requires accountability. And we're just accountable to the decisions and the things that we do, right? Tomorrow, the scale might go up from the donuts you ate. That's okay. 
If you stick to your goals the next day, then this will just be a blip. The scale will go back down in another day or two and you'll be back on track in no time. But we don't know and understand this concept. So we let the one donut thing lead into four or five days. We let the one vacation lead into two months. We let the one off meal lead into a whole weekend of drinking and overeating, right? So recognizing and holding yourself accountable for your decisions that you make is going to take you off the weight loss roller coaster. You're not going to have to restart tomorrow, next week, next month, or whenever you get the energy to do it again. You simply need to own up to your choices and try to be 1% better than you were the day before. And you'll see the progress that you want to see in your health and weight loss journey. So number one is being a perfectionist, thinking that it has to be perfect. It doesn't. I have lots of mamas that are losing lots of weight and living their best life and they are not perfect. Nothing is perfect in the world because life isn't perfect. That's impossible. And holding ourselves to that standard is so, it's it's just so demeaning and it, it crushes every sense of good that we do in our world. Okay. Number two, this is a really big battle for me. This is one of the hardest ones for me in every area of my life, not just my nutrition, being impatient with my results, with your results. Okay. How long does it take to lose weight? I want you to ask yourself that question. How long does it take to lose weight? Well, as long as it needs to take. (laughs) I mean, the alternative is we do nothing and the weight goes nowhere or right. Like, like how long does it take to lose weight? As long as it needs to take to lose weight, right? Ask yourself this, how long did it take to put it on? Sustainable weight loss takes time. It's probably going to take at least as long as it took you to put it on and honestly, probably a little bit longer, but just because you're not seeing instant results does not mean that what you are doing is pointless. When we put this time constraint on our weight loss health journey, that sabotages us beyond belief because as soon as it doesn't fall into those expectations, we quit. So guess what? When people tell you they spent a lifetime trying to feel good, trying to be healthy, trying to get to a weight that feels good to them, it's because they keep putting these unrealistic timelines in their world. If you just said to yourself, it's going to take as long as it takes and you, and you became comfortable with that and you made friends with that girl, you're going to get to your goals so much faster. Weight loss is a great goal. And if you're overweight and you don't like uh, where you are, and you want to live your best life and, and your current weight, then losing weight can be a great thing to do to help you feel better. But weight loss shouldn't be your long-term goal. It shouldn't. Your weight loss should not be a long-term goal. It should be your, your living a healthy life style. I feel he- healthy. I do healthy things. I show up for myself in healthy ways. When you have that perspective and that idea, the weight comes off. When we're so focused on this weight, this time, we lose sense of what it actually means to live a healthy life and feel good in our skin. And we never get to where we want to go. That might mean that you won't lose 10 pounds in 10 days, but setting up healthy habits will absolutely pay off in the long run. You will default to your worst habit, right? So let's create those healthy habits and boundaries and systems and processes so that you default to things that really, really serve you. Okay. So let's talk about what healthy living even looks like, because if you're used to restriction diets, you might think that programs like keto, whole 30 HCG are healthy, but they aren't at least not long-term. If you want sustainable weight loss and a healthy relationship with food, you need to focus on these things. Are you ready? Eat a balance of protein, fats, and carbs at every meal. Yes. 
eating carbs is healthy. Yes, you should have fat and protein. Nobody argues with everybody knows, but we don't eat nearly enough of it. Number two, moving your body daily. That doesn't mean that you have to go to CrossFit and be a CrossFit games person and crush your body and, and throw all this weight around, but we got to move our body, make sure that we are moving our body and that we're having active recovery days. Okay. Number three, getting eight hours of sleep each day. Ooh, girl, listen, I know you got littles at home. I know they're crying. I know you, I know that that does not always go the way that you want it to, but making an effort to get an adequate amount of sleep, turning Netflix off, turning your phone off, stop scrolling, go to bed. And listen, I am preaching to the choir. I love to check out once my kids are in bed. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, it's 12 o'clock. And then I'm running off to bed and then I wake up feeling like garbage in the morning. Okay. There are things that you can do beyond these three, but if you can do them consistently, you'll dramatically improve your healthiest lifestyle and create sustainable weight loss. Promise, promise. And these are easy things that you can control. Okay. Number three, trying to do it on your own. Mama, you are smart and you are capable You can do anything that you set your mind to, but just because you can do it on your own doesn't mean that you have to, or that you should. If you've been struggling to lose weight or you've lost it only to have it come back with a vengeance and you feel like you're so stuck in loss, then it's time to ask for help. I just met with my coach yesterday. I have a coach. I have a coach. I get stuck. Okay. I get stuck. Managing my own world is so much harder because I'm emotionally attached to it. Having somebody else from the outside who's unemotionally attached to all of my outcomes in my life is so much easier, right? Because they are, they can help me see logic and pull the emotion out of it and let me make good decisions for myself. Help me to see my good decisions, right? You are no different. I am not emotionally attached to your Thanksgiving, to your date night, to your anniversary, to, to all of these things that we put so much emotional food attachment to, right? We have to ask for help. You don't just deserve to feel good and healthy mama. You are entitled to your health. If 2020 taught us anything, it's that our health is absolutely vital and really truly in the end, the only thing that matters. I know you've tried to do it yourself for a myriad of reasons. One of which is probably that you didn't want to spend a lot of money, but mama, if you're struggling to feel good in your body, then it's time to invest some time and money in learning what it looks like to truly feel and be healthy for you, not for the masses, not for a million other people, not for these cookie cutter ideas, but for you, what does it look like for you? And it looks very different for you than you've likely ever done before. That's one of the things all of my clients say is I truly understand who I am in my nutrition. I've never understood that before. Right. And that's what I feel is super important for every woman that I work with is for them to identify and understand what works for them, not for the masses, not for their mom, not for their best friend, not for the people down the block, but for them. Being healthy seems like something we should know how to do right away on our own, but it's a skill set, right? We should know how to eat well. We should know how to exercise, how to lose weight. We should know how our body works, but most of us don't. Most of us learn about health and nutrition from diet culture, from Instagram. We learn what weight loss looked like by watching the women around us. And y'all, they struggled. And those poor women were not taught helpful anything either. And that's where we got our information from. So that buck has got to stop here, right? Like we've got to take charge of that. We've got to learn and understand. And it's a skill set. And unfortunately, it's a skill set that we are not taught. Okay. How many times did you hear your mom say and sigh at her reflection? How many diets did you watch her go on? How many times did she say, I can't have that. It's bad for me while you were eating it. 
I love my mom to pieces. I love her to death. She's my favorite person in the world, but I watched her binge restrict for years and thought that that was how we did it. I thought that's how it was done. And it wasn't. And listen, no fault of her own. She was doing the best that she could with what she had and what she knew, but she didn't know a whole lot, right? She did not have the tools. She didn't have the opportunities that I had to learn about nutrition and hormones and diet culture. So she had to just suffer. But mama, you don't have to suffer and struggle and not know and not understand. Not anymore. We're not in that space anymore. So it's time to break generational cycles. It's time to stop diet culture and it's time to eat the food you love while losing weight. (laughs) I know that sounds bananas and crazy and backwards. And when my clients come to me and they're like, I've lost 45 pounds while eating 400, 500 more calories. I'm like, I know it's wild, isn't it? And they're like, yes, this is crazy. And I'm like, I know (laughs) because it's nothing that we are ever taught and it's nothing that we ever see on social media. And that's why I record these dang videos and these podcasts is to help you understand that how we used to do it is not how it has to be done anymore. Because just like we talked about before, healthy weight loss comes from eating protein, fat, and carbohydrates, not cutting them out, not eating toddler food. And if you don't know what healthy eating looks like for you, then you need to invest in learning that skill set. I know how scary that can be to invest money in yourself. But I also know that until you do that, you're going to be stuck in the same spot you've always been stuck in. And you'll get the same cut your calories, cut out all these food groups, don't have any fun with your food and overwork out. And you know what you'll do? You'll binge on whatever foods you are cutting out and you'll get frustrated and you'll ruin it all and you'll throw it all in the trash and then the cycle will repeat itself again. We all know that the definition of insanity, my friends, is doing the same thing over and over, expecting something different to happen. Instead of going insane, let's try something new, something you've never done before. And that's understand who you are in your nutrition, what a balanced diet looks like for you, how to handle food cravings, not just give into them, how to master them and how to master your time, create your own meal plans with the food that you and your family love that set you up for success. No meal plans of the garbage you know you're not gonna eat, but meal plans that you are like, yes, I want that. Yes, we're gonna do that. How to feed your whole family in one meal that will fill everyone up. And you can feel confident in how you are showing up in their nutrition because you understand it for yourself. The truth about nutrition is so important because that's what you will pass down to your kids. And I know you want healthy kids, right? How to reframe the negative thoughts that you have about yourself and and food and replace them with thoughts that serve you and thoughts that will serve your kiddos, right? So if you're sitting there and you're like, oh girl, I feel this. This is not what I have done in my nutritional programs. It's all about taking away no food groups over exercise. Stop doing that reach out to me above or below, depending on where you're watching or listening to this video or audio, there's going to be directions on how to get in contact with me. Okay. Follow those directions. The podcast is going to tell you to click on the link. And in my social, it's going to tell you to drop some kind of emoji below, drop it below. Let me pop in, start that conversation with you. Okay. We don't have to eat toddler food. We don't have to be perfect, right? We don't have to cut out food groups. We can do this in a healthy, sustainable way. You just have to be taught how to do so. And I'm here and ready to help you do just that. I hope that this was so helpful for you. Until I see you next week, be well, chat with you soon. Bye-bye for now. Mama, thank you, thank you, thank you for spending a little piece of your crazy day with me. I am hopeful that what I shared with you today allows you to put the pieces of your incredible life puzzle back together where it belongs. 
If anything from these podcasts resonates with you and you find yourself shaking your head, heck yes, mama, to what is being taught here, please hit that subscribe button and share this with other mamas who need to unravel in all the right ways. I created a place and a space for us to do just that. Go check out my free resource page with all kinds of goodies waiting to push you along in your success. Check it out at theunraveledmama.com forward slash resources with an S at the end. Here you will find tips, tricks, hacks, ideas, recipes, must-haves, and my favorites that have helped me crush my goals all along the way. Let's be action takers and move makers and take this to the next level so that you can find that sweet spot in your nutritional journey. See you next week, mama.